Thanks for listening to the Cool Church Podcast. We're praying that wherever you are on this journey, that this message encourages you. And we wanted you to know that you were created out of love. And now, here's today's message with our very own Pastor Terrence Wilson. It's Christmas Sunday. We made it. And um, I thought I was going to do something a little different today. I'm going to preach a message, but it's not just going to be a short message. Hold up. We got some stuff coming for y'all. Um, it's going to be a little different than what I would normally preach. Like if you want like a full on 35, 45 minute, like me shouting and spitting, that's next week. Doing something different this week. Y'all grab a pillow. Cop a squat. Ah. It's Christmas, right? So this happens like once every seven years that Christmas is on a Sunday. So I wanted to do something cool and I got my cool youth up here to help me out. How y'all doing? Can we give it up for cool youth for that video? Y'all did such a good job, man. Proud of y'all. Shout out to um, the cool youth team. Uh, David, Amanda, Hector, Stephanie, and Holder. Oh my God. And there's so many others, but man, they were instrumental. Can we give it up for our youth leaders? I love the next generation. Like I said, you want me spitting and shouting and, and preaching the word of God? Come back next week. I promise I will. I'm going to preach a little bit today, but it's going to be different. I figured since um, this doesn't happen like this too often that I would read the Christmas story. Is that okay? Um, we've been in a series um, called, called Success Season. And we said that you got to see it, you got to say it, you got to seize it, and today we're going to celebrate it. What are we celebrating? Jesus is the reason for the season, amen? We've been looking at the different gospels, and the only one that I haven't preached from yet is the gospel of Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I love the way that Luke recounts the Christmas story that I'll read to you in a moment. But before I do, can we pray? Is that all right, cool you? Can we pray? Is that cool? All right. Father God, I thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. God, let us rejoice and be glad. And God, I just thank you that before the world began to spin on this axis, you knew each and every person that was going to be here. God, I pray that I lie down as you rise up. Don't let these words be my own, but let them come directly from your throne room of grace. God, thank you for your son, Jesus. He's the only reason we're here. And I pray somebody is introduced to him or somebody comes back to him before this is all said and done. In Jesus' name, and everybody set. Everybody set. Somebody give Jesus a shout of praise. I won't take too long, especially with all the babies in the room. I know y'all excited to open gifts. If there's some kids out there excited to open some gifts, make some noise. Yeah. It's Christmas. And, um, you know, when you start talking about Christmas in church, Sometimes people get weird about it. Um, like, you know, people might have something to say about your pastor wearing a Santa hat. Listen, man, I'm not here to talk about the commercialization of Christmas. I'm not here to talk about if Christmas is a pagan holiday or not. We can have those debates afterwards. Today, I want to talk about two men. I want to talk about Jesus and I want to talk about Santa. I want to talk about Jesus. And I want to talk about Santa. 
Let's see what the Bible says about Jesus in Luke chapter 2. Starting at verse 1, if you don't have your Bibles, it'll come up on the screen and read something like this. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. It's like story time with Pastor T. I like this. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he had belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. You know what that child's name was? Jesus. Say it confidently. Jesus. Can't mess it up. He's the only one we're talking about. All right. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to ask you anything. Here's dad. Say something. Okay. <laughs> I love you, baby. Oh, man. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night and the angels of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified, the Bible says. But an angel said to them, do not be afraid. Fear not, some books say. It says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Right, Sebastian? All right, see, good job. <laughs> this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, living in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with an angel praising God and saying, they were celebrating, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men whom his favor rest. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread their word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. I love this. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as had been told. And the church said, it's the beautiful gospel story of Luke. As he tells us, the very birth of Jesus, a humble king, born in a manger, the savior of all mankind. His name was Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I love Jesus, and we know that Jesus is the reason of the season, but my daughter who's sitting up here with me will tell you, I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. Truth be told, I really love Santa. And she'll also tell you, I have fought for a very long time 
to make sure she believes in Santa Claus. I fought. I fought. I've done all kinds of things. Even when she went to school and they would say, Baba, Santa's not real. And she come up, Dad, they told me Santa wasn't real. I said, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know. There's kids in here today. So I want you to understand every child in here, Pastor T is not going to kill your dream of Santa. Santa is real. Santa is real. Don't let nobody tell you different. I don't know, Pastor. I know it's some folks in here. So I'm going to tell y'all how real Santa is. Y'all want to learn a little history? Santa's real. You see, about 250 years after Jesus, there was a family that loved Jesus, a mom and a dad. They loved Jesus so much and their whole life was blessed. They had all kinds of money, man. They were wealthy people. They were awesome. And all they did was give to people and bless people because they loved the Lord. And finally, this husband and this wife, they had a beautiful son. And that son, he learned to love people the same way that his mom and dad loved people. He also learned who Jesus was. And he lived a lot of his life just knowing and loving who Jesus was. And he, he in turn had a love for people himself. But one day something tragic happened. That young man's parents passed away. And when that young man's parents passed away, his parents left him everything that they ever owned. So he inherited all their wealth. This young man eventually grew up, a wealthy young man, a man that loved Jesus. And because his parents taught him the right way before they passed on, he spent his entire life giving away every bit of wealth that he had ever earned to bless other people. This young man, his name was Nicholas. He lived in what we call modern day Turkey today. This young man, he spent all of his wealth and all of his income traveling the countryside, helping the sick, helping the poor, feeding the hungry. They said that Nicholas would stand by the shore as sailors would sail off and he would pray for them so that they would have safe passage. There's also another famous story about Nicholas. At the time, there was a father who had three young daughters and they were very poor. And back in those days, when you lived in that type of poverty, it was very easy for you because of that culture and where they were in that time in history. It was easy for his daughters to be sold off into slavery. And the only way to prevent that was to marry his daughters off. But you couldn't even marry anyone if you didn't have this thing called a dowry. They were too poor to have a dowry. And in the middle of the night, because he didn't want the young ladies to get sold off into slavery, in the middle of the night, he literally dropped gold down their chimney. Sounds familiar? <laughs> he dropped gold down their chimney and the socks that were being warmed by the fireplace, some of the gold happened to land in the socks, which is where we get our modern day stockings from. And because of that gold, those young women had enough to pay their dowry and they weren't sold off to slavery because St. Nicholas showed up in the midnight hour to give them the gift, not of a candy cane or a toy. He literally, by paying for their dowry, gave them the gift of freedom. Nicholas, from all the good deeds in his life, 
eventually was dubbed by the church a saint. He was actually even a pastor, a pastor over many churches. Eventually he became the bishop of Myra, which is in Turkey. And he spent the rest of his life giving gifts to the poor, loving people, and blessing people. This is the real life person that gives us the legend of old Saint Nick, Santa Claus, Chris Kringle. So we know that the person has a real origin, but there's a lot of other stories and legends that we tell about Santa. And I guess if anything, what I don't want you to ever do, no matter what anybody tells you in life, now that you've heard the origin of Santa, what I don't ever want you to do is to lose or not believe in the idea of Santa. Because the idea of Santa is very important. Because based upon the history that I just told you, the idea of Santa doesn't just come from St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas had to learn how to be generous. Where did he learn it from? He learned it from Jesus. You see, I like the idea of Santa. The idea of a person that loves everyone on the planet. Sounds a lot like Jesus to me. I like the idea of Santa. The idea that he knows if you're sleeping. He knows if you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Sounds a lot like Jesus. Doesn't he know everything about you? <laughs> I like the idea of Santa. The idea like that he can get around the entire world in one night. That sounds like a miracle. I know somebody who worked miracles too. His name was Jesus. As a matter of fact, this book says he made so many miracles happen, the book can't even fit all of them in there. I like the idea of Santa. The guy that says, I'm gonna spend 365 days of the year thinking about how to give everybody in the world the best gift possible. Sounds a lot like Jesus. Spends all this time thinking about how to give us a gift. Even when some of us don't even believe in him anymore. Even when some of us have stopped being thankful for all the things that he has given us. Even when the world makes jokes about him or doesn't even want to believe that he's real, all he's doing, even in our doubt, even when we grow up and think it's too childish, all he's doing is thinking about how to give us the greatest gift possible. Sounds a lot like Jesus to me. So what I never want you to do is give up on the idea of Santa because here's the truth. It does seem very curious that a man can make it around the entire world in one night. It's so funny, like Santa just always makes it in the nick of time, doesn't he? It always seems to pull it off at the last second. It also reminds me of something else I heard about Jesus that we find in Galatians 4.4 that says, at just the right time, in the nick of time, Jesus shows up 
to give us the great gift, the greatest gift of all, the gift of salvation. Santa, he may know if you're naughty or nice. Santa may want to give us all the gifts that he sees that we desire. But Jesus, he has one gift to give you. When you don't deserve it, when you didn't ask for it, at just the right time, Jesus shows up on this planet and gives us all the greatest gift that he could ever give us, himself. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, you know what that means? Whoever, all of us, any of us, in spite of color, culture, or creed, that whosoever, all he's asking you to do is one thing, believe. The true spirit of Christmas is belief. Let me ask you something. Do you still believe? Have you lost the spirit of Christmas? Because you can't even spell Christmas without Christ. Do you believe? Yeah, believing in Santa's cool. I still believe. But I only believe in Santa because I first believe in Jesus. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Call us simple, call us clear. Maybe you say, Pastor, you're telling me a kid's story. No, I'm telling you his story. History. That at just the right time, Jesus shows up to give us a gift that we don't even deserve. Pastor, you telling me I didn't have to be nice all year? No. It'll be good if you were, but it's not what Jesus is looking at. Jesus is looking for people that believe. Because if, if you believe in him, if you know him, I love what the OG say, if you know better, you do better. If you believe in him, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Christ was raised from the dead and you are saved. So maybe you haven't gotten it right all year. But on this last Sunday of the year, you say, Pastor, I believe, I believe in Jesus. If that's you, without anybody looking around, every head bowed, every eye closed, I'm not even going to call you down because this is just like Santa, Jesus will come to you <laughs> right where you're at, whether you're an adult or child in this place, if you want to believe in Jesus today and you want to confess him as your Lord and Savior, just know he's waited your entire life to give you the greatest gift possible, a relationship with him. Count of three, before 2022 is said and done, say, I want to believe in Jesus. I want you to raise your hand. Don't look, at, don't look around. This ain't about anybody else but you and him because he just, he loves you so much. He wants a relationship with you and I just want to provide an opportunity. One last time in 2022. Say, I love Jesus. Pastor, I believe in Jesus. If you want to make your Lord and Savior, you believe in him today, I want you to raise your hand. Here we go. One, two, three. Raise your hand. High enough. Long enough for me to see it. Wow, wow, wow. There's, there's, there's so many hands in this room. It's going to take too long for me to count. 
I love it. You can put your hands down. Everybody repeat this prayer after me. Because by saying this prayer, you're going to say, I believe in Jesus. Everybody say, dear Jesus, I've sinned. I'm not proud of it, but I admit it. Today, I lay my sin down. Take it, I pray. I don't want it anymore. I reach to heaven to receive your forgiveness, to take the place of my sin. I ask that you would accept me to your wonderful family. Today, on Christmas Day, I give my life completely to you. I'm yours, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And y'all give a round of applause. I love it because the Bible says that when one comes back to the Father, there's a celebration in heaven. There's so many people that raised their hand in this place today. So um, I can't open up the ceiling and show you, but there's a party going on in heaven. But I can help you hear what it sounds like. So I don't know how many people actually accepted Jesus today, but more than your hand, I promise you, God saw your heart. All he wants you to do is believe in him. We are saved by grace through faith. You have to believe. So on the count of three, can we make the loudest noise to celebrate all those that got saved by faith today? Here we go. One, two, three. Come on. Let them know. Let them know. We love you. You're awesome. You're amazing. God bless you. Hallelujah. I'll stand up. Everyone standing. 12 minutes over. Not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> Somebody learned something about Jesus today? Come on. Listen, kids, Santa is real. And he's based on Jesus. You can't have Santa if you don't have Jesus. Amen? Amen, amen. Hey, everybody reach towards me. Let me bless you before you go. Listen, pictures with Santa, gifts for every kid. Next week, live and direct in this house. First Sunday of 2023, we gonna party like we never partied before because we gonna make it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Father God, I thank you for the greatest people in the world, the people of Cool Church. Bless them. As they rise up, as they lie down, as they go out, as they come in, in their labor and in their leisure, God, surround them with your presence. God, we thank you that in just the right time, you came to save us. Happy birthday, Jesus. We love you. I pray that the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Merry Christmas. Love you. We'll catch you outside. Thank you so much for listening. To hear more messages like this one, please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. And if you like what you heard, please consider sharing with your friends because it helps so much. Don't forget to connect with us at our website, thecoolchurch.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at We Are Cool Church. And always remember that you 
were created out of love.